Welcome to Friday, March 19th episode of the Hot Tip Bets Daily Show. We got first round action of March Madness, got tournament action finally, so um, let's just get right into it. We start with my bracket. Um, obviously, I posted you know my bracket fill-out video a couple days ago um, going through all of the games. There are a couple of changes that I wanted to just you know make announce, make public here, so um, anyone who's following that knows. I also posted on Twitter, so you can go check out the whole bracket over there. But um, I had originally had Kansas moving on to the Elite Eight to take on Gonzaga. Um, I thought their roster issues might clear up a little bit here before the tournament started. Um, just with all the uncertainty, not knowing really who's going to be on the court, who's not going to be on the court. Um, I have decided to take USC over Kansas in the second round of the tournament, setting up a USC versus Oregon matchup in the Sweet 16 um, with Oregon winning that game and moving on to the Elite Eight. Um, so the other change that I made to the bracket, um, I had originally, obviously I have the Loyola Chicago upset over Illinois. Um, that's staying in place. I still believe strongly that Loyola Chicago is a much better team than Illinois. Um, however, I thought I would backtrack just a little bit. Um, instead of taking Loyola Chicago over Oklahoma State in the Sweet 16, I now have Oklahoma State um, moving on to the Elite Eight. So. Um, just those two quick changes for the bracket, but thought I would announce it here just so everyone knew. Starting off with our first pick today in today's college basketball state, we start out with Colgate taking on Arkansas. Now Colgate comes into this game 14-1 on the season, Arkansas 22-6. And, and even though Colgate is 14-1, they only played five teams this season, which is not a huge sample size. But against those five teams, they played some great basketball. <clears throat> They're one of the top three-point shooting teams in the country, knocking down 40% from beyond the arc. Arkansas, on the other hand, not nearly as good, only 33.9% um, from three-point land. And both these teams do a pretty good job shooting free throws. Colgate, 73.1% from the free throw line. Arkansas, 73.7% from the free throw line. Um, but this Colgate team... Um, in their small sample size, had just shot the ball really well from the field, a 57% effective field goal percentage for them. Arkansas only an effective field goal percentage of 51.5. And one thing that really stands out about this Colgate team uh, is just how well they've done holding on to the basketball. Only turning it over on 13.7% of their possessions, Arkansas 17.4% of theirs. Um, and this Colgate team is just a really good team on offense, 44th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Um, Arkansas is slightly better, but you kind of expect that in a 3-14 matchup, 35th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Um, and Colgate does a great job rebounding the basketball, 28.2% off the offensive glass. Um, Arkansas slightly better, 31.7%. But with Colgate getting 8.5 points here, um, even though we don't know what this team might look like against, you know, um, good competition, I guess, um, in this Arkansas team, I really do like this Colgate team. I think they're a great team. Um, and they kind of just cruised through their league. So uh, like Colgate plus eight and a half here for the first game on the card. Second game we got is Oregon State taking on Tennessee. Now Oregon State got their got their bid to the tournament through their Pac-12 championship win, um, going 17 and 12 on the season. Tennessee 18 and eight on the season. Um, now this pa Oregon State team, I don't love them um, to win this game outright, but when we're talking about the spread here, um, this Oregon State team really matches up well against this Tennessee team here. You know, Oregon State knocking down 34.6 from beyond the arc. Tennessee only 33.8%. Um, Oregon State also doing a good job shooting free throws, knocking down 76% from the free throw line. Tennessee only 74.6. Um, and Oregon State does a great job not turning the ball over. Only turns it over on 17.2% of their possessions. Well, Tennessee turns it over on 18.2% of theirs. 
Um, and this Oregon team is just better on offense, 64th in adjusted offensive efficiency for this Oregon State team, Tennessee, 71st in adjusted offensive efficiency. Um, and I think this really comes down to rebounding. You know, Oregon State, um, not as good, 29.8% off the offensive glass, while Tennessee, 31.4%. Um, but I think with Oregon State, again, um, a decently sized dog here at 8.5, um, I don't think they should have too much trouble against this Tennessee team. You know, this Tennessee team, it's kind of doesn't really lived up to the hype in my mind. Um, you know, I thought they thought they should have had a much better season um, than they actually had in a five seed. Honestly, seems a little high um, for really what we some of the some of the play we saw on this Tennessee team. So like Oregon State plus the eight and a half in that one. The next game on the card we got is Liberty plus seven and a half versus Cade Cunningham and Oklahoma State. Now, Liberty comes into this matchup 23 and five on the season. Oklahoma State 20 and eight on the season. Um, and Liberty is a really good team on offense, you know, coming to this game, 52nd adjusted offensive efficiency, Oklahoma actually slightly behind them, um, 54th adjusted offensive efficiency. And it really shows with how well Liberty has shot the basketball. I'm going to 38.8% from beyond the arc for them. Oklahoma State only hitting 33.3%. Um, Liberty also doing a good job shooting free throws, 77.8% from the free throw line. Oklahoma State only hitting 71.3%. Um, and this Liberty team also shoots the ball great from the field with a 57.4 effective field goal percentage. Uh, Oklahoma State only 52.1. I mean, one thing that this Oklahoma State team has struggled with um, quite a lot at times this season is turning the basketball over. They turn it over on 21.5% of their possessions, um, while this Liberty team only turning it over on 15.6% of theirs. Um, and I think Liberty getting this many points here with seven and a half. Um, I think that's more than enough for them to cover that spread. So like Liberty plus the seven and a half to get that game done. The next game we move on to is Wisconsin taking on North Carolina. Now, most people I've seen um, on this game are, are riding with North Carolina. And I think a lot of that has to do, you know, with the Roy Williams effect um, and all of that. And, you know, Wisconsin just hasn't hasn't played great the last little bit here but I actually really like the Wisconsin team to win this game you know Wisconsin is the most experienced team in college basketball you know there's always that stat going around um, that their starting lineup is older than the the average age on the Chicago Bulls starting lineup but this Wisconsin team is just a it's just a good team you know they come into this game 10th and Ken Palm um, even though they are a nine seed here um, and they do kind of back it up they shot the ball better than North Carolina this season you know knocking down 36 points 36 percent from the three-point line, um, North Carolina only knocking down 31.7% from beyond the arc. Uh, Wisconsin also doing a good job shooting free throws, 76.7% from the free throw line. North Carolina not really good at all from the free throw line, only hitting 668 from the free throw line. You know, that's not going to win you a whole lot of games in college basketball. Um, Wisconsin also does a great job um, from the field in general, 49.4 effective field goal percentage for them. Well, North Carolina, a 48.5 effective field goal percentage. And I think a lot of what this game comes down to, uh, the Wisconsin honestly faced way harder competition this season than North Carolina. You know, there's no denying the fact the ACC was definitely down this season. Um, you know, obviously North Carolina wasn't up to the, their usual standards. Duke not even making the tournament. I mean, heck, Georgia Tech won the ACC tournament. So, I mean, that shows us where the level of competition um, was at in the ACC this year. Um, likewise, on the other side, though, Wisconsin has played great competition you know michigan a one seed illinois a one seed um ohio state and iowa two seeds so they've had to they've had to deal with a lot of teams um like that and wisconsin does a great job not turning the basketball over only turning it over on 13.5 percent of their possessions north carolina 20.5 percent of theirs um and this wisconsin team is honestly just better on both sides of the basketball 
32nd in adjusted offensive efficiency, 12th in adjusted defensive. North Carolina, not really that good on offense at all, 53rd in adjusted offensive. Um, they are 14th in adjusted defensive efficiency, so, you know, closer there, but Wisconsin does still edge them out. Um, really in every category, I, I like this Wisconsin team um, all the way across. I'm taking the money line, plus 107 is what I got it at. So um, that's the pick for that one, Wisconsin money line. The next game we got on the card um, is the biggest spread of the day. Um, as far as our bets go, not not other ones. Obviously, we got one seats playing, but we got Morehead State taking on West Virginia. West Virginia, thirteen point favorites in this one. Um, Morehead State comes into this game twenty three and seven. West Virginia eighteen and nine. Um, and this Morehead State team, while I did like them in the Ohio Valley tournament, they're just they're just not as good of a team. They're really not that. They're not as good of an offensive team as I, I thought they actually were. 214th in adjusted offensive efficiency for this Moorhead State team. Um, while West Virginia 11th in adjusted offensive efficiency. The West Virginia is a very good team on offense. Um, and where West Virginia has struggled on defense, 65th in adjusted defense efficiency. Um, they do still edge out Moorhead State here. Moorhead State coming in as a 72nd ranked team in adjusted defensive efficiency. But um, what West Virginia does very well is holding on to the basketball, only turning it over on 16.9% of their possessions. Moorhead State, 22.9% of theirs. Um, West Virginia does a great job of getting second chance looks. You know, 35.6% off the offensive glass. Moorhead State only rebounding 31.2% off the offensive glass. Um, and it kind of shows just with how well West Virginia has been shooting. 35.7% from beyond the arc for them. Um, and 71.7% from the free throw line. Moorhead State slightly lower in both categories. 34.4% from beyond the arc and 68.3% from the free throw line. So um, while it is a decently high spread here uh, with West Virginia minus 13, um, that is the pick there, West Virginia minus 13 in that game. And the final game we got on the card, the late night action um, for Friday's card, we got Winthrop taking on Villanova. Uh, Villanova is six point favorites. Now this Winthrop team, only one loss in the season, 30 or 32, 23 and one on the season. Villanova 16 and six. And this Winthrop team is, is been a lot of people's, you know, that 12 five matchup, which is what this is. A lot of people's 12 upset um, is Winthrop. Obviously, you know, there's a little bit of spread around, but Winthrop is the, is the biggest upset main one I've seen. And I honestly, that just makes me like this Villanova team even more. You know, Villanova comes into this game ninth in adjusted offensive efficiency, 68th in adjusted defensive, Winthrop 120 in adjusted offensive, and close on defensive one or at 69. Um, but the offensive mismatch here um, is a big deal. And obviously, without Colin Gillespie, um, you know, Villanova is not as good of a team. But that doesn't mean they're a bad team by any means. They're still knocking down. Um, they're still really good from the free throw line, 76.5%. From the free throw line for this Villanova team, Winthrop only hitting 68.6%. Um, and, you know, this Villanova team, honestly, the biggest factor that sticks out to me about this Villanova team is how well they do not turning the ball over. Only turning it over on 13.5% of their possessions. Well, Winthrop not great at all at 19.5%. So, um, while Villanova is a little banged up here going into this game, um, I do like them minus six to get that one done. And that about wraps it up for Friday's action here in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Um, if you want to see all of the computer model picks for college basketball, head over to the website. Um, computer model have picks up there for every game happening in the tournament. Also in the NIT, if you want some of those picks. And when the CBI gets going here next week, um, have all those. Also, if for some reason you were looking for NBA or NHL picks this week, 
Um, got those up there too. Not sure why you'd be wasting your time betting on those right now though. Um, and as obviously got all the results up on the website for all the picks given out here and all the computer model picks. Um, and if you want to get a sneak peek into all of my action, um, up to the minute, the second I put it in, follow me on BetStamp at Hot Tip Bets Chris. Um, also follow me at Hot Tip Bets Chris on Twitter and Instagram to get updates on all that. Um, and also make sure you're following the Hot Tip Bets main account, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, TikTok. Um, and if you're watching this here on YouTube, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, drop a comment down below, and I'll see you guys all tomorrow.